Well, hello everybody, it's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we are in this new series called Knowing Jesus. If you're brand new, never done one of these series with us before, let me give you a little bit of advice. And it's this, if you happen to miss a day, don't worry about going back and watching the day you missed, just watch the current day. Because these come all the time, it doesn't take long for these to build up. And if you have a whole number that you've missed, you can be overwhelmed by that. Uh, Now, I know many people are going to say to me, you know, you're saying just watch the current day, and I am, uh, but I want to go back and watch the past days. Well, of course you can, but uh, don't become overwhelmed by just the fact that they keep coming all of the time. Well, in this series, Knowing Jesus, if we know Jesus, we have to understand a little bit of the plan of God. And so let's go right back to the very beginning. We read in Genesis chapter 1 and 2, we read the story of creation, the creation of everything culminating in God's most magnificent creation, which was human beings. And God says to Adam and Eve, representative of all of humanity, I'm going to be your God. You're going to be my, uh, you're going to be my people. I'm going to be in relationship with you. And, uh, and, and there's meant to be, God designs us to have this intimate relationship with him. And God says, well, there's some rules. There's a law, the law. And the law is that I'm perfect. I'm the creator of all things. Everything is created by me. And so there's a law. uh, There's law and rules. And, and, And he says to them, you know, you're not to eat the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But Adam and Eve used their free will, which God has given them to reject God's will. And they do what God tells them not to. An original sin comes into the earth. And what's original sin? Original sin is this fracture, this crack, this break, theologians tell us, that separate us from God. Ultimately, that that, uh, ends up in what's called death. And what's death? Death, in the spiritual sense, is a a complete and total uh, uh, devolving of who we are. It's a breaking down of who we are in every way. It is that we can't sustain ourselves apart from God. But God pushes the Adam and Eve out of the garden. And you can imagine God with hot, steamy tears doing so because it was never his plan, because he wanted relationship with us. But God doesn't give up on humanity. God, we read right throughout the Old Testament, is, in, is on a plan to get human beings back to having access to him that has been separated. And so God chooses a people and he says, I'm going to be your God. You're going to be my people. And through you, I'm just not going to win you back, but the whole world back. And God sets up again because he is holy. And if these are to be his people, laws, rules, the ways, because he is a holy God and he wants to have a holy people. Uh, But that people, the Jewish people that God chooses are human beings like you and me. And they are people who obey God at times. They are people that reject God at times. And no matter how much they try to keep the rules and the laws, it never makes up for this break, this breach uh, that, uh, that has taken place through original sin. And throughout the Old Testament, we read the promises that God uh, sends that a saviour will come, a messiah, a saviour will come to fix this break, this breach, this death that has come into the earth. And we read that that saviour ultimately at a certain time was Jesus. 
Now I'm going to read from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. What's a catechism? A catechism comes from this sense or concept of, the, of catechesis, which means to sound down, to pass down. And so it is to pass the faith down. And a catechism, we might say, is a summary document of what we believe. Then when we read the Catechism of the Catholic Church, uh, it is just soaked in Scripture, just soaked in Scripture. Uh, every page is just loaded with, with texts of Scripture in it. And so we're going to read today from paragraph 422, and it says this. But when the time had, but when the time had fully come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. God has visited his people. He has fulfilled the promises he made to Abraham and his descendants. He acted far beyond all expectation. He has sent his own beloved son. So Jesus comes into the earth. None of that would be new to us. Jesus comes into the earth. But there's a few things to think about for our prayer. And it's this. Is that Jesus is deliberately sent by the Father. It's deliberate. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is God and is the Son of God and is sent. And as it, sent, and as it says here, but when the time had fully come, when God determined it was time that, that Jesus come, Jesus entered into the earth, it was according to, we can see, a plan. God is about a plan. There is an order to what God is doing. And even though human beings can, in a sense, uh, mess up that order, in, you might say, there is an order to what God is doing. There is an order that's bigger than humanity's uh, capacity to mess up God's plan. So God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who are under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. So God is wanting to bring us into his very life as sons, as daughters of God. This is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. This is the good news, the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that Jesus was sent by the Father so that we would experience adoption as, as the sons and daughters of God. God has visited his people, Emmanuel. He has fulfilled the promise he made to Abraham and his descendants that a Messiah would come. He acted far beyond all expectation. He has sent his own beloved son. Now you might know all of that, but I want to ask you to pray all of that. To take it to your prayer now. And to say to, and say to God in your prayer in this next 24 hours, God, God, Father God, you sent your son for me. You sent your son so that I would experience what it is to be adopted. Very quickly, occasionally I have stumbled on the, on the internet uh, and, and on YouTube on videos where a child who has been adopted, a child who's been raised by a father or a mother, uh, that is not the, the, their own biological parents, but has been raised in the house, 
goes to their parents with a note, a letter, saying, will you adopt me? I want to belong to you. And, and almost every time you see it, it's extraordinarily emotional. Adoption is to become part of the family. Adoption is about being loved. Adoption is about being wanted. Adoption is about, about the commitment to lay down one's life. And God is coming again to humanity, to Adam and Eve, us, who rejected him to say, I want you into my life. I choose you. I choose you today. Pray about that, that the father sent his son. It was deliberate. It was not accidental. It is according to a plan. There is an order. And Jesus, the son of God, who we will see represents the father. To see Jesus is to see the father came deliberately for you and me. We know that intellectually, but to know that within our spirit changes and transforms us abundantly. Loving God, I thank you today that you're with us. Allow us to experience your love, your goodness, and the knowledge of being adopted, being wanted, taking on your identity. Come, Lord God, Come, Holy Spirit, reveal the Father and the Son to us. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.